Hey, all you schizos out there. Welcome back to another episode of DR Schizo. Now, I know the holidays are rapidly approaching, and this is the time of year when many of you, like myself, start getting the holiday blues. Well, hop on over to drschizo.com, and we can discuss some alternative ways to lift those spirits. In the meantime, sit back and relax and enjoy this week's episode on gods. Keep in mind that this is only a creative expression and in no way is intended to upset, confuse, or offend any of your beliefs. That being said, let's jump into DR Schizo's Episode 5, The Gods. The man in the long black trench coat resembling that which was worn in the movie The Matrix walks in long strides towards the red-bricked elementary school. He kicks the long-barred silver handle on the entrance door with stilted combat boots. He cocks the semi-automatic sawed-off rifle and goes to work. An hour and a half later, he is arrested for killing 17 six- and eight-year-old children. The community is devastated, and mothers and fathers of the victims will never be the same. Five years into his prison sentence, that same man asks God for forgiveness. He repents and accepts God into his life. Meanwhile, during those same five years, two grief-stricken parents have since committed suicide. Several couples have divorced and a few have turned to narcotics and alcohol. They all have turned away from their faith. Flash forward, Judgment Day is nigh. Does your God forgive the killer of children because repentance has been made? And would he do the same for the victim's parents who have strayed away from him because they were consumed in their grief? A forgiving God would forgive the sinner who turned to him, some say. He would be admitted to heaven, while a vengeful God would turn the parents away. I have come to terms with the many dichotomies of the world. There will always be two sides to everything, just as there are always going to be two sides to me. I am making peace with that more and more each day. Ironically, each side possesses a moral code. Just because they aren't the same, the codes are just as important to each. Each side is represented by their respective beholders. Each side has an intended agenda. Sometimes these agendas are the same or might have a complementary value towards each other's goals. The means to achieve those goals is where the conflict is formed. I have come to a compromise with Raphael. He has been with me from the beginning despite his misgivings. And in the beginning there was only me. Only me until he who shall not undoubtedly be the reason I shed my dignity. He has been instrumental in my survival of a troubled childhood. He has been the driving force in my life to graduate medical school and aided in my successes in the military. He picked me up from my divorce and the numerous breakups along love's torturous path. We have agreed to shared custody of the vessel. I would remain in control for the majority of the time as he has proven unstable. We have agreed to come to the meeting ground to discuss and persuade your major events before decisions are made. We have agreed on the basic needs. The need to be happier no matter the course of the action is by far the trickiest agreement so far. The need to not only survive but succeed is the easiest agreement of all. There are a few others that fall in between. Despite everything, an agreement is in place. I will allow him supervised play in order to keep the peace. As far as forgiveness for the immense amount of damage he has done in my personal life, my relationship with my family, and putting my freedom in jeopardy, well, it's an everyday process. I am not one of the gods after all. O oh God of vengeance, O oh God of war, O oh God of forgiveness, I need to learn more. Saul became Paul, which God does he call on Judgment Day, O oh God of gods? This whole experience has had a silver lining. It illuminated the people who are important in my life. I've been able to rebuild those relationships, 
but it will be a long road toward regaining their trust completely. He is still around, after all, waiting in the shadows for me to stumble. I have no doubts of what he is capable of. Thousands of incarcerated men and women turn to religion for forgiveness. Multiple victims of the incarcerated believing and wishing their God would punish the wicked for deeds done to them. Many faith-based people believe God forgives the most atrocious of sins, only if the sinner turns his life over to him. Some of those same faith-based people also believe that God's wrath punishes without forgiveness. There are over 4,000 recognized religions in the world. Christianity has the most followers, comprising roughly a third of the world's population. The number of gods, however, vary from 1 to 330 million or more, depending on which source is cited. It stands to reason, with a number of different religions, the one with the most followers should be the most authentic. Yet that particular god would not statistically bode well when it comes to saving souls. If one is the only true religion, then all of the other followers of the other 4,000 or so recognized religions combined would outnumber it, using deductive reasoning and taking faith out of it. Is it that unreasonable to assume there are more than one god? Hypothetically, if this were true, it begs the question such as, which god do you follow? Can you follow more than one? And with all of the confusion and unanswered questions surrounding religion, what are the repercussions if you bow out and follow none? My rage has subsided over the last few months since my plan was thwarted. Ever the opportunist, I did get something out of the chaos I created. Shared custody. And even though I only get to come out and play a mere fraction of time, albeit under his watchful eye, I have to take what I can get. Besides, it's more than I had before the attempted takeover, and look how much I still hold over him. Moreover, this arrangement would allow me to study his actions and plan for my next insurrection, a time when he is at his weakest. I do feel the need to have a discussion on his endgame, though. Things cannot remain as they are. Nothing in life maintains stability for long. He will grow weary while I gain strength. His curious mind will be his demise. It did, after all, befall the pussy as well as the cat. This latest inquisition into religion and gods, I suspect I won't have to wait long. He's looking for meaning in a meaningless world. The quest alone might drive him mad, as it has done so many before. My thoughts of God are not too high. If he exists, then he is a genius of epic proportions. I guess that's why they call him God. Let's dissect this from a practical aspect. There's this book they call the Bible. It's full of fantastic stories of how the world was formed. A few people were made from dirt and given free will, but they were instructed to follow some rules. Punishment for breaking them is hell and damnation forever. A few people fucked and populated the earth. Eventually, someone broke the rules by eating a forbidden apple, and everyone now has to pay the price until the end of time. Now, in this same book, men boasted as having several wives. Wives were basically slaves. A man parted the seas with a wooden staff, a boy slayed a giant with a slingshot, and a man survived some time in the belly of a whale. Now, I'm no genius, or anywhere near close, but I'd like to think I was smart enough to ask questions. God, being the genius that he is, forbids any such enlightenment on the matter. I mean, who are we to question a god? The quid pro quo of the arrangement being, you worship me, don't break my rules and spread my word, you will live forever in my heaven. 
My heaven has streets of gold, and the lions will be lying around with the lambs. Sounds magical, doesn't it? Can you tell me of a place called Harmony Roads where there's plenty of lights without any loads? It's gotta be better on Harmony Roads because it's gotta be harmony on Harmony Roads. There's a boy in the corner hunting something to eat, thinking mama's in the gutter sucking drugs off the street. Cops in the night just walking a beat, getting paid by the dealers dealing the heat. It's gotta be better on Harmony Roads because there's gotta be harmony on Harmony Roads. I'm not gonna call bullshit because it is, after all, a brilliant setup. Keep the people in line with a systemic belief or the world will run amok. Seeing the world as it is today, the systemic belief is cracking under its own weight. The church is almost in freefall, and the gauge indicators of believers versus non-believers looks like the stock market ticker tape. The commandments are being broken in record numbers. Ask anyone under the age of 20 what the Bible is, and they would be hard-pressed to know. And even if the small percentage of them do know what it is, they couldn't tell you what it's supposed to represent. Ask those same young adults what TikTok is and their faces light up like Christmas morning. While there are a million directions I could go in surrounding the religious phenomenon, it's of no use to debate. The faith believers come up with all sorts of unprovable answers. They will shut you down with their questions quoting Bible verses that they most likely have misinterpreted. If you go looking for facts, you most likely won't find a 100% undeniable item or witness as proof of the Bible's validity. As for me, I'm a realist. I came here not of my choosing. I'll leave here when I'm losing, and in between I'll live. I will agree to compromise, because in the end it's probably wise, and in between I'll connive. I'll use my charms while taking up arms, and in between I'll survive. Well, okay, fellas, seems like you have developed a system to get along. For now, at least. Hope that works out for you. As far as their views on God, yeah, well, I guess it's best to agree to disagree. Much like the many different views on religion, do you think it's best to follow their advice? Most religions won't allow that. Many people feel that it is their absolute divine duty to save as many people as they can by exposing others to their belief systems. How many times have loved ones and even strangers tried to get you to come to their church? How many of you have done so to others? With all of the conflict arising from the religious wars as of late, do you think this behavior should be addressed? Beliefs and religions are a tricky topic to agree on. I guess that's why it's prohibited to discuss in many workplaces. We, as Americans, are entitled to our beliefs, as long as they do not infringe upon the rights of others. But what if they begin to? There are major conflicts around the world stemming from religious oppression. Many of those conflicts are being brought to our own backyards due to immigration, false propaganda, and declining church attendance. Churches are being bombed and graffitied. Where is this all leading to? Well, I can tell you, I do not have those answers, but if you would like to discuss, hop on over to our blog. Until then, stop letting this stuff stress you out. Believe what you want to believe, as long as you're not hurting anyone else or yourself. You have the right, just like everyone else. Let's just relax and enjoy the journey together and in peace. The afterlife will reveal itself when the time comes. Remember, if you or someone you know is suffering from mental illness, please get help from a qualified mental health professional. See you next week for another episode of DR Schizo. Take care.